0: What is the new musician tech artist? How can a musician become a startup entrepreneur? Music and technology go hand in hand for many years. You can actually say that technology was always there in music. Even in the time of J.S. Bach, when a new technological tool was invented, like the piano, a new instrument that can play both loud and soft. So this was a new technological tool. And J.S. Bach himself was an early adopter of that technology. He wrote the famous well-tempered clavier for that new instrument. So whenever you find yourself or whenever you see a musician that is afraid of new technological tool, always ask yourself, what would J.S. Bach do? Would he be afraid of that technology or would he be adopting that technology and writing new pieces for that new instrument. Let's hear it from David Friedman himself, a serial entrepreneur with over 30 years in the tech industry, lecturer on music technology, innovation, and entrepreneurship.
1: Uh, What's happening in the US and, and UK, it's starting now to evolve. It's not there like we have, Like the difference is, is not so big. But if we won't do anything here, the gap will grow because there, even if we need to take uh, some, you know, some startup or some uh, idea, and to to do a, a POC, a proof of concept, or to do a validation for it, there is no real professionals here that works, that companies that have professionals that can get you the the give you the right feedback. Yeah. Okay. So they they judge the feedback by their what they know. So if they're tech guys tech uh, uh, experts they judge it as a tech and they say okay music is not really a tech issue you know it's entertainment and then I came with my phrase it's not all about entertainment it's about changing the world that's nice and remember that because it's much more than music tech
0: Welcome to Rewind, an optimistic podcast that'll help you in your successful career in music. Amit Weiner hosts musicians, composers, professors, and sound wizards as they share their life stories and career decisions. Stay tuned, it's gonna be epic. Welcome to Rewind, how to grow your music career. Our very, very special guest today is David Friedman. David is an experienced executive and serial entrepreneur with over 30 years in the tech industry, specializing in mentoring, teaching, and making a positive impact through knowledge sharing. David is a board member at Staga, Co-founder at BrandShield, lecturer on music technology, innovation, and entrepreneurship at the School of Music at Ono Academic College, and CMO and founder at Domain The Net Technologies and many more high-tech companies. Wow, so much experience. David Friedman, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me. David, I want to start with a question that is very relevant to all our listeners who are all musicians themselves. So what to you is the new musician and what are the new opportunities for the new musician tech artist?
1: It's it's complicated. So let's try from the wide angle to, the, to get deep into it. So first, the musician, as a musician today, has to be not a musician. He has to be the marketing manager. He has to be a business uh, entrepreneur. He has to do a lot of things because... Once, when you were a musician and you want to be successful, you have to be signed, right? A record company have to sign you then. You do your music and they do the rest. Uh, if we see the history, most of you musicians didn't do much business. There are very, very few that still today that know how to do the business side. Today, you have much more opportunities, right? You don't need to be uh, signed by a company. That will have you can do it alone. You can do your own advertising. You can do networks, uh, social networks, etc. But then it's much more opportunities, but much, much more complicated. You have to know much more things and many things that uh, will help you to to get ahead. And the competition is much wider and much tight, uh, pressured. And so it's 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 complicated as much. M- opportunities and then a lot of extra curriculum things that you need to know to have to you know even knowledge or experience and it's much more for one man so we go back to who who take care of it so this is the new musician is in the area of the uh, transformation the digital transformation for the music industry that's happening when we'll dive into it later uh so in this in this time it's it's more complicated because the things are not yet uh, there. Okay, it's not there. they are established uh, companies for marketing of musicians. They are, but it's it's taking time to to evolve. Now from there I go to another area that there are many more new um, openings or companies that need musicians for you not know, to be a performer to be a musician for example what we know in movies right Uh, that's for a long years you you have musicians that working for the movies they are not performers they're not becoming stars but they do they work they have their own jobs and a lot of years already so now let's go to things that are already happening like the gaming uh industry gaming industry needs a lot of music you have in high tech gaming companies uh, people that are doing music—that that's their job in the high-tech company. So there is a new role here, and more and more as the, this um, industry is evolving, we see much more new uh, positions, new roles that are evolving. Also, for example, if in one of the startups we had, uh, for example, we need a programmer to program a, a software. So okay you have you can do the all the requirements you see you do the the, the ad or whatever but then we uh, realized that we need some of the requirements have to be that have knowledge in music you have to know what's a scale what's quantized for example you know you can teach someone this from zero if he doesn't know anything about it it's something it's a part of the, the requirements what have to be because we have to talk about it and we have to understand to um to have the um the angle to see it and to to uh respond to it so this is starting to be something new some angle that weren't till few years ago at least here in Israel and uh it's it's getting different it's it's an evolution i think all the music industry uh is going through um Evolu- revolution, but also evolution in the way it goes, and we are right in these two last years in the tipping point. Mm-hmm. So
0: what want, do you mean? What do you okay. mean by and the by the tipping point? What is the
1: tipping point? That's a, that's a good question. Uh, I always talk about it because that's the way uh, I explain what happened, why the music industry has a, a lost decade uh, between 2000 and 2010, more or less. But uh, the tipping point is when technology always evolved before always come first you have a lot of we can see today not yet getting there the blockchain a- example the technology of blockchain it, it's not there because the infrastructure didn't came and cross with this tipping point as i'm 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 showing that are, they have to to get together in some point in, in this triangle for example something that happened and how it happened uh, the technology of uh, the the music, uh, the the files, the MP3 that changed the world of music. It changed it in the in the late 90s and the 2000s. And then the the, the streaming, uh, the, sorry, the downloads. There was the problem with the industry that didn't react right to it.
0: To Napster, among others. For for example, yeah,
1: the, the knowns, but there were others. The all the downloads and whatever, and then what happened started i i when i saw the difference i i said i was one of my lectures i uh, in marketing I, I said, how the wor- world changed for example then you said nokia is is what is the uh first camera company it was nokia not kodak i i'm thinking it was the late the first uh, 2000 uh, the years of 2000 and uh i i saw first time when Steve Jobs, Apple, sold one song in 99 cents in 2007, if I recall right, he got to the one billion song in 99 cents. So we say, okay, we have $1 billion in music selling one by one. This was the the first change that I I observed. And I say, okay, the music industry is is going to be changed. It was 2007, but he took, a lot of years to getting to get into this tipping point because then it was downloads. Then in 2010, 11, the streaming started. So the uh, technology, the infrastructure for streaming, the technology was there. You could download a file. You could use the file for in, in high quality, whatever, but people didn't use it. So the streaming was penetrating more and more. In 2010, 11, the, in the in income of uh, music, global music industry, the part was like four or five percent from the total income. Ten years later, in 2021, it was the first time the amount of of income of uh, of all the music, global music industry, broke the uh, the the record. The last record was 1999.
0: Wow! So from 1999 to 2021 the music industry never recovered yet from that's it it started Napster changing
1: the 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 course in 2010 11 it wow. changed it started to grow because this decade was lost from 2000 to 2010 it was in a in a down downhill all, all the way so the streaming started to change it we got to 2021 and then the percentage of streaming in the industry of the income was 65 percent 2022 already 67 percent yeah the corona virus had a, a, a impact the growth was a little bit uh, faster but it didn't change it there was anyhow so maybe we'll, it took one more year for breaking the the record but this is it from five percent in 2011 uh, to 65 67 percent today of uh, the uh, streaming, uh, coming from the streaming part. So we see this is the infrastructure. You need it to be wide enough, big enough that the income will, will, will get there. So now this is the tipping point for the music industry. And now, after starting to revive and breaking again the, the, the records and getting more traction in, in money and, and, and more, we can develop much more things. So we see the correlation between the the industry, the money, and stuff. And and, um, when you have this infrastructure, this tipping point, you can develop much more um, products, much more solutions, and there are much more needs.
0: That's super interesting. So we are recording this episode on January 2024, at the beginning of the new year, and you're saying that this point of time is a tipping point in the music industry, something that actually never happened in the last 30 years. Eventually, the music industry uh, recovered as- I, I
1: say it took them the, the industry from the the last point twenty two years to 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 get again to the same place. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's incredible. It's it's a really pre crisis. I I don't think even and it's no other industry that had uh, this crisis as 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 you can see for twenty years of with a, a lost decade in there and. The last two years are really, we were starting to see the evolution getting the next phase. Yeah. The next phase are the, the startups, the companies, the innovation. Things are coming because the needs are other. And with blockchain, it will happen again when the infrastructure there will be good enough and wide enough, things will happen. So people invested in NFTs and they lost everything because it wasn't worth anything
0: because it's not uh, wide enough. It's not popular enough to use it. Yeah David you have a lot of experience both in the technology world and also in the entrepreneurship world and I think we will talk about a little bit later on what uh, what brought you again maybe to music or what brought you to music tech what made the connection between the your technology and knowledge and the music knowledge but first of all you are very active in the ecosystem of music technology, both internationally and here in Israel. So maybe you can share a little bit about that ecosystem and what is your role in it. Okay. Um, it's also, it's, it's restarting something. So
1: when I told you before that I had the um, this vision, when I saw the 1 billion song sold by 99 cents I understand something has changed so I started to follow and see now my background, I I started my career before my uh, marketing and uh, business career I I started, I was a musician I I understood I went to uh, production school and uh, sound and and, uh, recording school and I I thought I would be a producer and then I it was in 88, 89 uh, and then I understood that this industry isn't not industry you cannot do anything rare and, th- and then i started to research things before the internet era and i i discovered the communication world again before before it was here in israel something and i went to to widen my my knowledge and i went to uh, in the end i went to the uh, the academy i did my, my degrees and and started working in the com- more communication industry and then marketing industry and then I got to in the, in the beginning of nights to in the internet that fascinated me and I started to be like was one of the first uh not entrepreneur then before I was like I uh, worked in, in companies but I had the the uh, opportunity to to understand and to 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 see what's the internet world and from there uh till today so I always had the, the music in me and always was, you know, curious about it and what happening. And, and it was really frustrating because you can, the, the ideas were a lot of ideas, but you can do anything. It's very strict uh, industry. Uh, you have to be something big to do something, you know, or if you are a performer or if you want to be some producer, you couldn't do anything like we have today, your studio here. It was, it couldn't be. So through my years in internet, digital, then cyber and, and, I always have this warm corner to to, uh, the music and I started again to play. I had like a band uh, with with friends and other friends from high tech and we see where there is a lot of uh, interest in other guys that love music, play music, but it's not their day job. In the end, I understand something is moving in the beginning. As as I I, I saw the this from uh, the point the other point I, I told about the iTunes sold the one billion. I understand something is is going. It's this is a breakthrough. Yeah. So I I started to to get involved more in ed, in this uh, trying and and to explore it, and understanding that the the ecosystem here in Israel is not really a wide. Uh, the issue is here in Israel that is there, we don't have really a uh, music business industry. Uh, it's it's really really small, but there is a lot of potential in in um, in musicians that going abroad. You have a lot of potential and uh, and talent in also not only music, also in technology and entrepreneurship. And I started to think maybe there is something else here. So uh, I came with this idea. And I uh, went to Yuda, um, that is the professor, that is the head of uh, the music school in what became ONO. And uh, we we presented with my, my colleague, uh, Dr. Ilan Levy, that is my uh, partner to this uh, development. And we, we came with an idea. Let's try to bring the students, also the business side, but it's not really, as we said, not a really here a business opportunities as a musician, but we have something else. There is entrepreneurship, there's some new ideas. Let's try to see it like business development and with the technology emphasis in it. And uh, not teaching them to be technologists or to be a programmer, but understanding the business side from it and the entrepreneurship. So we built a course, it was like a project, they had to take this course for their for their degree in music. And uh, it was entrepreneurship and business development for musicians. And we have this, I had, I had the idea of uh, that a musician can do it, can work with musician with no prior knowledge before. They don't have four years of, of studying music in all the depths, but maybe half or something, you know, nothing about business or nothing about thinking out of the box and um, in the end they you know the the students didn't really uh it took a few lessons that uh they they had to be into it and they said why music music and, and business don't go together and we proved them that It is have to go together because if not, what you can play music for yourself and then nobody will know about you. So we started from there, and for nine years, we developed a course in the with project every final uh, uh, year. We have like a showcase of project that the students came, you know, it's academic, but there were uh, good ideas. And the reason I went there with this idea, my my, uh, perception was like this first, the music students. You know, when uh, that's another issue, but I to their self esteem, what I did, I opened the the, the year at uh, explaining them what the influence of the uh, uh, music when you play music, not only when you hear, on the brain. Mm -hmm. It's the most brain activity that they founded by fMRIs and by scientists find. Uh, the most uh, brain activity that they could found when it's when you play music wow. there is no other activity that does the same so with this i i use this as a tool to say okay you you can do it then my other thinking was why to go to musicians what they understand in business and product i said no they don't understand we give them the tools to understand it but they understand the need. They understand the pain. They know what, what's missing here. And that's why my, my assumption was that they can do it and it worked. So there is a famous saying in the school that uh, we said it to. We said it to um, the MBA professors that we they came to to see the the showcase, uh, the demo days of, of the projects every. And they say in the beginning, if we if we could take uh, students from MBA, for example, from business, and teach them they, with no prior uh, 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 in music and nothing, and not playing before, and. Teach them for one and a half hour in a, in in the week, uh, a course in, in playing music and instrument. The question was, h- if in the f- the end of the year we could uh, do a performance, uh, a concert or something with a, a normal level, you know, something performable, and everyone said, "Oh yeah, probably not." And we did the opposite. We took uh, students from from music, no prior uh, experience, and then in the end. Everyone uh, had uh, presentations, like a basic presentation, like a startup for a startup for you know for investors as, as you do it, as we teach it, and it works. So that was the my my way to to do that, and it took time to to understand and to research it step by step to understand that things are I can do and there are good ideas, and we in the end we started to see how also in the industry something is changing. So in the last three years. We, we had started to see projects and real startups evolving here in Israel. And uh, that was the way through through, you know, through the next level that it's, we're getting there now.
0: Yeah, let's dive a little bit deeper into the skills that you've mentioned, because you once told me when we sat and drank a coffee a couple of months ago that the biggest problem that musicians have is that they don't have a strategy. Uh, towards their career and towards the future of their career, and let's dive a little bit deeper into that. So, what are the skills that you think that musicians are missing and should have in the new era of uh, music technology? I think it's it, the skills
1: maybe are high there, you know, because every musician, in his basic, have to be entrepreneur. I agree. Have to business owner. I agree. If you know you are you're a musician, you go and you perform and you 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 act like and uh, you're, not, you're not going to the office. You you have to find your work. You have to find the project. You have to find the gigs and you have to if you do have a band, you have to whatever to find the everything. So you have to be entrepreneur. So it's there, but it's the the way you look at it. It's the the framing that you look through it and you understand. Okay, this is good for also for other things. So. In skills, first, I think mostly here, but we don't, and and we see that that's was I think one of the problems that um, there is no business industry really, music business industry. There is no uh, no school that teach uh, music business here, so there is here is the gap, here is the lack, the skills for. Anyone who needs to be, uh, you know, to get there, even for a musician, have to, to decide on his own way wh- what's his path he wants to go, what he wants to achieve. So it's looking at it. It's not really the skills are there or hide it in somewhere. What you have to find is to understand what is strategy. You, you have to understand what what is the what, what you want to be, what you want to achieve. What is your goal? Your name and you will be where? what so the this is the what mostly you have to also the reason why you do it so this is but this is an extra you have to begin with the what and it's really a simple question that people are in every field not only in music in music specifically because they're not trained to do that
0: so if i'm a listener right now to this episode and i'm a singer or a composer or a performer so you would say first of all find the what. What do you want to be in five or ten years from That's now? That's
1: it. And when you know that and you're sure and you know to explain it in 60 seconds, as we say, in, in startup, you have to do the pitch elevator. What? Uh, what is your goal and, and, and everything? Even even less. 30 seconds. But mm-hmm. you know to explain this very clear and everyone will understand where you're going what you want to do. Now the how is much easier because there are a lot of Path. There is no one, you know, in the map. You have a lot of, of paths going through there, the target. So maybe one won't work, but the other can. You have to see the options and what is better for you and what is serving your purpose, your goal, your what. And when you don't know it, you you decided from the wrong reasons for doing taking a path. For example, to play with some. Uh, some band or some uh, very known uh, musician and very known artist and you are a band player and you go to work and he's very successful but you, you are his player but you didn't achieve what you want because you you stuck in in the, in the work because you have work that's what happened that's the example a lot of musicians I, I met and it is after a lot of years okay i i wasted my time let's say um but if you go back, you see the decision point was wasn't very uh, strategic. It was tactic. Okay, I need money now. I go to play with
0: this gig, and I he took me for a long way, and that's what I do. That's exactly what you told me back then in the coffee. That uh, and it really resonated with me and with many musicians that I meet that most of them are, let's say, flowing with the wind or going with the wind. And because what you just said, because they don't have the what they want to be in 10 years, they're just saying yes or just going from this gig or this project to another without any clear and direct plan, which is uh, what you're you're describing right now. This is the strategy, right? Yeah. So when this is your... Uh, a strategy and
1: and you go through it Then you check every decision if it serves the strategy and, and you have to analyze there and this is a skill you need to try to understand it to analyze and if you don't not sure don't know how to do it get a help with someone who can uh, but bring him the, the data the, the the facts this is my goal and this is the uh, the option or this is the opportunity this how it served me and. Try to analyze there if it gets you one step ahead through, uh, uh, toward your um, goal or your what. And and when you are clear there, it will be, uh, we say always, when the what is clear, the how is easy.
0: What is your what, David? What do you want to be in 10 years and what Whoa. is your mission for the next 10 years, I if I can it. ask that?
1: Yeah, you can. I, I have it very clear. I did a change in my uh, my life I um, recently, like a year ago, and I'm concentrating in my what. Okay, so uh, I was an entrepreneur, I was a partner in a few companies, and, and I worked there, and it was my day job, and the other things were uh, aside and because I, I liked it. And In one turning point in my life, personal issues, I understood that I have to, to do something else, and I said, Myself, what I want to be, what I want to do, and what I want to to be part of, and uh, I I understand that I have a mission, really, and to bring this um, this things that I'm I'm involved in, I'm working already for like ten years, to the next level. There is a problem here in Israel, and uh, and I I and I know there is an opportunity and it's getting there. Is a the right time to do it, and I just, uh, I took my risk, and I left everything beside, and I'm concentrating on this goal to develop this ecosystem, to bring it together, bring it whatever. I, I say, we don't have an ecosystem yet in Israel, but we're starting with the echo. So we're starting echoing at one of the parts we're, we're talking, uh, to try to connecting, I, I say, as uh, from my prayer experience, We say connecting the dots.
0: Yeah, that's also a Steve Jobs uh, phrase, by the way, from his famous uh, Stanford um, speech about connecting the dots, that all the dots are uh, eventually connecting, but you don't know it in the present, you will know it in the future, how they will connect. So that's,
1: I know the the what, I don't yet know all the how, but that's what I'm exploring and I'm trying to do my best and I'm using my what what I have in hand here. And this is the way to to bring the the talent here and the opportunity that are growing here in Israel and to connect it to the industry. That always is also evolving. Uh, if we see uh, what happening in the US and, and UK, it's starting now to evolve. It's not there like we have, like the difference is, is not so big. But if we won't do anything here, the gap will grow because there even if we need to take uh, some you know some startup or some uh, idea and to to do a, a poc a proof of concept or to do a validation for it there is no real professionals here that works that companies that have professionals that can get you the the give you the right feedback yeah okay so you, they they judge the feedback by their what they know so if they are tech guys tech uh, ex, uh, experts they judge it as a tech and they say, Okay, music is not really a tech issue. You know, it's entertainment. And then I came with my phrase. It's not all about entertainment. It's about changing the world. That's nice. And remember that. Because it's much more than music tech. Music tech is, is a nice thing that I that was my opening to to get there and that's what I was teaching for. And then exploring it and seeing the things and starting to really get into the depths and speaking with the people and trying to to find more entrepreneurs and, and ideas i starting to get it we had things in education tech connecting uh, we have in health in wellness brain activity there is a really interesting startup uh, of israelis in the us they are established in the us but it's an israeli guys that are solving a problem with Alzheimer's, uh, not alzheimer for uh, dementia with music and AI, incredible. So it's go even to agrotech. We are only scratching the the top of what AI could be. The tipping point is not here with the AI. It's just beginning, and but not just beginning to to get the outcomes. Not we AI is is here for a long time, but the generative AI and everything in the music industry is afraid, and again afraid as they was they were afraid. Remember what happened in two thousand. The, this panic of the the technology brought uh, a last decade because they fought the the technology instead of embracing it that yeah. what happened to the music in- the industry and if you see again the top 10 in- uh, companies in in the music business if we look the last last um, the 90s were the labels that we know if you go right now to the last years the top ten companies selling music right now—not in technology, selling music—the labels are not in the top ten.
0: They are high-tech companies like high-tech Spotify, Apple, uh,
1: Apple,
0: even Microsoft, uh, uh, Google, Amazon, uh, Music. Ev-
1: everything. It's there are—they are, they are not music companies. They have music in them because it's a business, and they embrace it. And they and so the developments and stuff are coming from technology uh, companies. So that's a connection.
0: You know, I really agree with what you just said about uh, music as something that really changed, changes the world. I always uh, felt it myself. I mean, uh, there is a sentence by, um, I think he's a psychologist or historian, Steven Pinker, who wrote that music is the icing on the cake. It's the cream on the cake, but, but I never agreed to that. I think it's the bread and butter and the thing that we we live for. I mean, I'm a musician, so I'm not objective, but uh, what you just said about music and the power that it has to really change the world, really help us to be healthier, and so on. So this is something that really resonates with me.
1: Yeah, so my way, my path was, so from high-tech going to understanding that my what is getting there, and, I'm, I'm, and to be a part of it, or even, as I saw, nobody is doing much so i I took my risk and i said i will concentrate in in being the bridge between the high tech that i know and the music that i know and and to bring it together so i started you know working through getting this the awareness about it here in israel and this this is my activity for the last year uh doing uh, conferences and and uh, webinars and and Courses that are bringing the awareness that it's not for teaching the the really a method of uh, doing the uh, you know a practical thing, it's more of getting awareness. So, like, if I have a a course uh, that will be in a few months uh, opening in this course, uh, uh, there will be like 17 different. Uh, lectures everyone coming from his company or from his and he will s- speak about what he does and what's his angle and what he's doing in the, this new or what his angle to this new uh things and it's for getting awareness mostly and to getting to know the things so the new entrepreneurs will can get okay we have something here so i'm saying it's not yet an ecosystem we're starting with the echo
0: by 10 years 10 years from now, it will be an ecosystem uh, led by you.
1: Hopefully. I, 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 you know, I, I'm I, I'm there. I'm, I'm moving it. I'm, I'm, I took the role to, to move things because a lot of people talk. In the end, you have to walk the talk.
0: I agree. Let's talk about just one of the startups that you are involved in that I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, which is Staga. Do you want to share a little bit of information about it? What does it do? what is the impact that it has and what is your role in staga okay so staga
1: came uh, to my knowledge because of uh, i know the entrepreneur shirley as the ceo and then, uh, because we know from uh, their prior activity in, um, in an in organization that that bring together music to a child that with disabilities and and she's a, a really uh, a social entrepreneur and we were talking and and then she she told me about this new idea. And I really didn't come from some prior um, knowledge about education, not, you know, something general, not, not really dived into it. But then I understood that there is a, a huge problem with teaching music. You know, for example, in every school all over the world, they teach physics right to to do a sport right you have it's a, you know you do you are not professional but you're going to do sports you have to do this gymnastic whatever it's called it's through all the years you're from the beginning to the end of the your your high school you have to take this course yeah. whatever so people yeah the people have to be in shape it's not because of shape really you know it's for getting together uh to to the the skills that they can they can cooperate, they can um, collaborate, they can uh, think together, they can do some other things that only need to be in class. And music is not obligatory in all the years all over the world. And one of the reasons is that only between 10 or 5 even 5% of the kids can deal with this complexity of music, of the notes, of uh, the theory and everything, and, the, and even the instruments. It's, it's it's really hard. So they don't keep it with it. So what do you do? Okay. The other 95% or the whole 100% of the kids love music. Yeah. And they even do. They listen. They do. And we know. I'm doing also research now, uh, an academic research I'm starting. What is the really, what I said, not only the influence of the music on the brain, what's in the influence on, on skills. It develops Collaboration skills, it develops well-being, a lot of things. So it's like the same thing with sports, even better. Because it also helps you with mathematica, with mathematics skills, and helps you even from coding. Because music in the end it's mathematics and coding. And you want to prepare the the kids now to the twenty-first century, right? So you need things that, you know, knowledge today with the AI and everything is not the most important thing. The skills are more important. So the idea was to take the music and to present it in another pedagogy, another way, not teach to play, not teach to perform, teach to create. Mm. And with this idea and with the pedagogy, we brought together a, a software that breaks the music to four layers, Every layer take apart part. You teach, and then the layers are uh, the rhythm, harmony, uh, melody, and uh, bass. With this four layers, no with like a sequencer, like but something very simple to get it for kids like nine, eight, nine years, ten years, and in really no time, with no prior knowledge in music, they could in the end of like few lessons, they create a music, their own music. New music, something they they invented. Okay, not right, they invented, and they have a, an outcome, and they collaborate because everyone can. So everything is there, and this is like, it's a crack. It's a new way to to see education and the influence, and we're trying to bring into. And I we saw already with some experts that are really enthusiastic with the, this crack, this this solution, this. Uh, most of the problem is the not always see the all the whole problem everyone see what when you know the musicians and the music music teachers see what they want to see the educators or the managers see another thing but when we bring it together in, in in a package like this very very tight package with all the assumptions and also the, the solution it's clear and it's really clear and and we got really good feedback from uh, professionals not only in Israel professionals from the world and now the next level is we have, are already ready we are working through the MVP the, the the first part of the product that we could we have already a prototype working and uh, we're I'm getting for this uh, I think few months we'll have uh, the first uh, version of the product that we could already use in schools and we have pilots so we'll, we, we'll have also to prove it what we are aiming to and uh, I hope we will, you know, we succeed and we'll we can prove what we're saying, and the assumptions. And my part there is I'm I'm a co-founder. I, I joined Shirley to to co-found and to bring it together. I bring in my my expertise in business development and to see and to most of in the product, but in the marketing and connections and you know uh, all what what have to be needed and to make it happen. And uh, you know, in the in the end, it's execution. You have a lot, you know, I don't know if you know, but the idea in every startup, the percentage of the value of of, of company in the end is very small. The idea is, is the beginning. Then you have to execute. And in the way you do a lot of spin here and pivot to there. And then in the end you have, you started with something and then you have a, in the end complete other things. Sometimes it, it, it's really tight. Sometimes, you know, you change in the, in the way. But... With a good team, good people, and with a a good intention, good strategy,
0: you can do it. Wow, and that's just one of the startups that you are involved in, in the music technology ecosystem or uh, world, and it has a lot of social impact in it as well, so fingers are crossed that it will succeed and change how children are learning music and how music can also influence children and help them in many ways that music can so David I think we uh, one final question before we end this very interesting episode and first of all thank you so much for thank joining you. the show I think I've learned a lot and I'm sure all the listeners as well we talked about the impact on of music on the world we talked about business and music and music business and technology and music and all the connections between those areas we talked about Something very interesting that you've said that nowadays, when we have AI on everything, actually, so knowledge is not the key, but skills are the key, which is, I think, a very insightful perspective to look at. So, skills are the most important things nowadays. Yeah, and we talked and about you can you. develop them. You have to develop
1: them. You have to because skills are, are uh, it's something you have to practice. You know, social skills. Social, emotional learning is very, very, the the world in the education field today. And, and it's really important because, you know, in the end, you, the IQ is okay. It's important, but the EQ is much more.
0: EQ is the emotional
1: uh, uh, quality.
0: And we talked about you and your journey and how you've got to where you are today from being a very influential in technology and now combining the technological and musical background so one final question before we end this uh, very interesting episode could you share some future thoughts about music and music technology i mean where is this going to what do you see maybe i can ask you that Uh, maybe i can rephrase it what is the what of uh, the music business for 10 years from now
1: Good question. The good
0: question is, I don't. The
1: answer is really hard because you know you don't know what's coming up. We know, I know. <laughs> I I assume you know uh, that the things will will change a lot. We have still a lot of technology that has to be matured. For example, the NFTs, the blockchain will it will change the. I assume that it will change the old strategy of monetizing. Today, one of the big problems of Musician is, is getting money from their work. And uh, the potential there is very high. But the tipping point will, will come when when the infrastructure will come. AI, and we didn't even talk about, but I, I can tell you that I see there a big, big future, all the things that the frequencies, not music as a music, frequencies that can do a lot of, of influence. Music is about frequencies, but if you take... The impact of a frequency is one startup here in Israel that could change only with sound frequencies uh, the gender of the chick, the small chick, before it goes out of the egg. Wow. Yeah. And with sound, not with genetic or with electromagnetic things. With
0: a specific frequency that can change the gender of the. Not yet born yes. chicken? Yes. Wow.
1: And it's very important because in this industry, uh, the male chicks are, uh, this is the industry of laying eggs. Uh, in this industry, the, the males are are killed, are thrown out. This is the history. And it's 50-50% males and females. And if you go to 60 or even more percent of females, it's more, it's an impact. It's profitable in the end. Every percentage is billion of dollars in the end, in the industry. So, when I I revealed it, it's an Israeli re- uh, revelation. It's it's something they they found out for you know like the penicillin. It's, it was really uh, not not intended to. So why I say that the the research there is only in the beginning and the connections and how can influence how can you use it as a tool. It's really really in the beginning. It's very very premature. But I think the things are. Getting there in the connection, the AI with this issue of frequencies. I had someone once sometime. I have a, a student. He was a pensioner, uh, was retired from uh, uh, Machon Weitzman. Machon Weitzman knows is the, the the research on on you know very deep tech in Israel, and you know everything goes from there. The is there, and, and he always he came you know as a retired to learn again music, and he was always saying that the frequencies can heal the world. Wow. You don't, with frequencies, you don't need hospitals. We looked at them, you know, we didn't know how to react because it's it's too big, the, the, the change. And now when I'm starting to see the beginnings of stuff, I, I understand what he's talking about. And I understand there is something there. It needs still, you know, a lot to, to get there.
0: You know, it's like modern science has gone back uh, 3,000 years ago to the Greeks with uh, Plato and Socrates, that said that uh, like the harmonic spheres, you know that the planets are um, circling each other and they have sounds, but you don't hear it because it's space. But those frequencies are like the most celestial and heavenly frequencies that available. So it's like going back to the Greeks that said that music can heal the planet or even the universe so it's something very deep yes, and nice and we
1: see that there is already things that are people don't don't know how they do it but they know the there is music therapy today yeah. you you do therapy through music we have uh, this startup with uh, influence on on, uh, on dementia, and look go to look th- through this movie I uh, recommend it to everyone it's a documentary called Alive Inside it's about uh, a social worker that went with music only music and the iPod to people in elderly houses, you know, people all that are in this special houses and are with really, really Alzheimer, And he put music in their heads, a set, and he played them music that they used to know in their youth. And people that couldn't recognize their own daughter, this specific guy there, I, I saw it, I was amazed. He was hearing this music and he wake up, that his eyes opened, and he start talking, and he start singing. And he started to explain what happened and what was, and he starts singing very accurate. A few minutes before, he didn't recognize his daughter, and he didn't could speak, and it was really catatonic. So when you see this, you understand something else there. So I think the way that the future... In the end, we'll combine, we'll know how to use it better, we know how to you know, emphasize things much more to get really changing the world.
0: Wow, this is such a powerful and optimistic way to end this episode. I mean, you just said it, music will and music can change the world we live in. So once again, David Friedman, thank you so much. Thank you. For joining me. the show and for this super inspiring episode. And to all the listeners, thank you so much for your time and for tuning in. If you want to support the podcast, please rate it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts or comment on the episode on Spotify. Feel free to ask any question you might have and me or David will gladly answer any of your questions. And it means a lot to me to see those questions and reviews. I will see you and you will hear us in the next episode with another awesome guest. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. Welcome to Rewind, an optimistic podcast that'll help you in your successful career in music. Amit Weiner hosts musicians, composers, professors, and sound wizards as they share their life stories and career decisions. Stay tuned, it's gonna be epic.